episode. Good evening and welcome to another episode of North by Nerd West. Two nerds, one pod, zero filter. That last bit is going to become very apparent during this episode. If you've clicked on it, you know vaguely what it's going to be about. Uh, I am Chris Haig. Joining me tonight, as always, is my <laughs> my co-hosting partner, my best bud. It's Emma Platt. How are you, Emma? <coughs> Master Emma Platt, please. Master Emma Platt, I apologise. Yes, I yeah. graduated finally. Big whoops for that. I know it was so cool seeing you on Facebook with like the cap and the. It was so cool. I felt like a complete badass. I was just like, you we should wear yeah. robes more often. This is awesome. I know. Why? Yeah. Why don't we wear more robes? I think oh. we should bring them back. We should. Um, but yeah. So this. <laughs> This episode is basically born out of um, rage. the rage um, and also kind of enjoyment in a way, like kind of pleasure rage, I guess. Um, it is based off the fact that uh, Doctor Who has decided um, to give us uh, a blonde companion for the first time in, you know, 40 odd years, um, which a lot of people feel very strongly about. A blonde so, companion? Yeah. A blonde companion? Oh my god, I fucked that up. Blonde Doctor. Blonde Doctor. Jesus Christ. That just goes to show, Chris, that you don't think a woman can be the Doctor. It's so ingrained in your brain that you immediately assume she was a companion. You are the problem. Oh, my God. Please don't. No, I'm horrified now. No. It's because right. I went... I was, I was, I, do you know what? I was trying to make a fucking bit about, oh, yeah, first Blonde Doctor since Peter Davison or whatever, and that fucking backfired on me, didn't it? But Well, yeah. So, <laughs> <coughs> I made notes. Yeah. This is going to be the information section, so please take note. <laughs> On Sunday, BBC announced Peter Capaldi's replacement as the Doctor was Jodie Whittaker, Woo! a woman. And she will be the first woman to play the role. That, and she's previously starred in Venus, Broadchurch and Minor Chris's favourite, Attack the Block. Mm-hmm. The backlash began immediately. Yeah. And I have some reactions right here. Imagine one of your favourite shows, but with someone of the opposite gender playing your favourite character. Hell. I'm sorry, but it's not Doctor Who for me if I don't know his penis could slip out at any moment. I don't think that <laughs> one would. I don't think that would be real. Uh, Katie Hopkins said, Doctor Who is now a woman. She plans to go on maternity leave in six months or intern part-time during office hours only. Fucking cunt. <laughs> Ugh. Um... We also had It's Time Lord, not Time Lady, comments on whether, um, you know, she'll have to take a week off every month for her period. Can she drive the TARDIS? Will she have a room full of bras? Um, People saying that the show had ruined their lives, ruined their childhood. She might as well cancel it now. Um, All sorts of stuff, which, of course, I am no stranger to. But we will get to that in a moment. (laughs) Of course... Jodie Whittaker isn't the first woman to take the lead in a cult sci-fi show. Kate Mulgrew played Captain Catherine Janeway from 1995 to 2001 in Star Trek Voyager. And I actually, my dad's a really big Star Trek fan. And I asked him about this and I said, Dad, listen, when Kate Mulgrew was cast as Captain Janeway, were you angry? And he said, no. I said, why was that, Dad? And he said, why would I be angry? And I said, because she's a woman, Dad. And it had only been men before. And he said, so. I'm just putting that reaction up there. Um, so, yeah, there's been claims of PC gone mad. 
and fans have lost a male role model and a whole heap of other shitty sexist comments. So why the backlash over the gender of a fictional time-travelling shape-shifting alien? Who knows? <sighs> Where do I start? I'm going to start with some, some research. Please bear with me. I would like to thank, first of all, my boyfriend Mike Abbott who did this research for me. Now, if you are a keen-eyed viewer, you will realise that Doctor Who has actually been building up to this gender swap for quite a long time. In the Matt Smith era, he talks about a Time Lord called Corsair, a Time Lord that every time he regenerated, he would get a tattoo of the, the same tattoo of a snake on his arm. He was described as a big, big strapping bloke, and Matt Smith refi referred to him as a bad girl. Gender swap. There was a military general of the Time Lords recently who we saw get shot and regenerate into a woman, and once she had regenerated into a woman, she said, ah, back to normal. Then we've got, obviously, if you're an idiot, you've got Missy and her interaction with the Master. So the Master is fully aware that he will regenerate into a woman. Missy once told Clara that the, she uh, three things about the Doctor. He once stole the moon, he once stole the President's wife, and he was once a little girl. Now she says one of those is a lie. But it turns out he stole the President's daughter, not his wife. So that makes the fact that he was once a little girl true. So the Doctor has potentially been female before. Now, a couple of years ago as well, Rowan Atkinson started started in a comic relief skit, um, which had him playing the Doctor, who then regenerated into Joanna Lumley. So technically, Jodie Whittick, and this was sort of considered semi-canon up until the revival back in 2006. Um, the Doctor, in the most recent episode, he was talking to Bill, and he said something along the lines of, I knew her since I was a little boy or maybe I was a little girl and Bill's confused and he basically says gender's not a big issue to us but then she does pull him out on the fact that they're called time lords and not something else and okay you know what I can't do this anymore right I'm gone what the fuck is wrong with people online seriously are we really doing this bullshit again I don't want to come across as a crazy feminist but as a woman who is a part of this fandom and this nerd culture what the fuck is wrong i'm so disappointed and so ashamed to be a part of this really it's 2017 are you so scared of change the world around us is changing constantly it's evolving all the time but no don't touch your precious things because they're your precious things you don't want it it's a boys club you don't want to let girls into the club the only time you'll let us into the club is when you can fucking fetishize us that's what it's like that's what it feels like to me and I know it's not like that and I've seen so much support from my friends on Twitter over the weekend who are ecstatic about this about the change in dynamic about all the new storylines it could it could bring up but then you've still got idiots out there saying bullshit about she's gonna like oh she's gonna have PMS and crash the TARDIS like why are we reducing back to these really stupid fucking stereotypes really we have done this before i have done this before i did this last year and you know anybody who wants to hear my rant about the ghost buses because this i am going to mention it i'm sorry you can go back and listen to that episode because i was really pissed off but i was more pissed off about the fact that people were shitting over something i love so much without giving it a chance this is not about that this is just about to me i can't wrap my i it's People don't want Jodie Whittaker to be the doctor because Jodie Whittaker is a woman. And that is what it boils down to to some people. 
I can't understand. It That just seems ridiculous to me. This is the most blatant showing of sexism that I've ever experienced. Because I'll be honest, and I've said this before, I can't really think of a time when I've experienced much sexism. But maybe that's because I don't notice it. I don't know. I don't think I've ever been mansplained to. Maybe people just don't treat me like that. And maybe I'm lucky. But this, I can't wrap my head around. And Mike told me, Mike said to me, don't, you know, try and stay calm. Don't come off as nuts. But I can't help it. Because this is a world I'm a part of. This is a fandom I'm a part of. And I'm ashamed. And at the same time, I'm not really surprised. Because I knew this was coming. I think I tweeted out seconds after the announcement. I was waiting for the backlash. It's not your thing. Doctor Who is not your thing solely. It belongs to everyone. Okay, it's special to you. And you grew up on it. And you've you've seen all the regenerations. But so fucking what? New people are watching this all the time. New generations, new children, boys and girls and everyone. Why can't we accommodate for them? And people are saying, oh, why don't you put a strong female role model in it? Why don't you create a new one? Why should we? Why should we put a, be given a replacement? Why can't we take the main role? I'm sorry, but women exist and we're not fucking terrifying and we're not scared. I mean, okay, I might not be coming off as the least terrifying person right now. But we're just people. Why why won't you just let us be a part of this why won't you let us be a part of your special little club why do we need to get your approval this is not your thing it does not solely belong to you you don't get a say in it and i'm gonna read the official bbc response now um that michael also sent to me so thank you for that um viewers actually contacted the bbc about this by the way it didn't it's not just a shitty twitter petition they actually contacted the BBC. You took time out of your day. Right. Since the first, rege- first Doctor regenerated back in 1966, the concept of the Doctor as a constantly evolving being has been central to the programme. The continual input, fresh ideas, new voices across the cast and the writing and the production teams has been key to the longevity of the series. The Doctor is an alien from the planet Gallifrey and it has been established in the show that Time Lords can switch genders. Established. Thank you. As the controller of the BBC drama has said, Jodie is not just a talented actor, but she is bold and br- she has a bold and brilliant vision of the Doctor. She aced it in audition, both technically and with the powerful female life force she brings to the role. She is destined to be an utterly iconic Doctor. And the problem is, if she is the worst Doctor ever, it's the worst series ever, everyone's going to say it's because she's a woman. And that's just not fair. You are branding her before it's even begun, and it's not fair if this is i've said this last year and i'm just i can't believe i'm having to repeat myself again if this is ruining your life get a fucking life so what do you have to say about the chris um pretty much the same as you i mean i i, I, I don't come from it from perspective as you know identifying as female and you know a cis guy and everything um but yeah the minute that because I, w- I was sat on Twitter, I was waiting, I was like, come on, come on. And there have been rumours, and we actually even said on the show, we were like, oh yeah, they don't think it's going to be a white guy. I know everybody was panicking about a certain, you know, thinking it was going to be Chris, Mar- Chris yeah, Marshall. We we did discuss this, I think it was like maybe last episode. We, maybe before we, that, maybe. We I were discussing about... Yeah. Um, yeah. But... Yeah. I, just, I, I don't think he's a bad actor, I don't think he's a bad guy, and... I just I can't see him as the doctor. I think he'd be too floppity. A bit, 
a bit. I mean, apparently it might be coming on as the companion, which might be. I, I could sort of see that maybe because oh. it was a bit like Catherine Tate coming from a comedy background sort of thing. Imagine, right? A female doctor whose companion is a lesbian of colour. <gasps> I know. I know. I, 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 I would genuinely. I would properly die if they just said, psych, Bill's coming back. And I'd be like, oh, hooray. <laughs> I love Bill. She's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you, can, you can have a look on my Twitter. I don't really care. Um, I kind of lost it a bit because not only was I excited for the fact that it's a female doctor and I think that's awesome. Um, it's Jodie Whittaker. And I've basically loved her. Well, well I mean, Attack the Block. Uh, Broadchurch. Um, I've seen some of her Shakespeare stuff, and she's fucking amazing. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the first thing I saw her in was St. Trinian's, oh, where, she yeah. was, where, she was, where she was like this kind of drugged-up raver receptionist, and I'm like, oh, you're kind of awesome, aren't you? But she's awesome, and I will say a bit of local pride. She's from Huddersfield, which is not too far from where I'm from in Leeds. So she's the, I think she's the first Yorkshire doctor as well. I, she's, she is a Yorkshire doctor. So I'm thrilled. I'm claiming her. She's ours. You can you can have her. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, it's but no, I. Sorry, go on. I mean, one of the points that you, because funnily enough, you and my brother both messaged me around about the same time and saying that people were bringing up the same point, and that yeah. was people had felt like they'd lost a role model. Now, oh. okay, I'm going to try and be very delicate about this. I'm genuinely very sorry if you feel like you've lost a role model now if that's I'm, I am sorry however just take a look at film and TV for me there's James Bond there's Batman there's Superman there's Spider-Man there's Luther there's every detective in a TV show that is not Jessica Fletcher or Miss Marple you know there's Let's look at movies. There's John John McClane, John Wick, Mad Max. Oh my God, fucking Mel Gibson when he was back in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. You know, it's John Rambo, Rocky, Vin Diesel, The Rock, all these strong big men. So, and there's there's a wide enough variety of men being uh, exposed on our screens that you can you know there's a male role model for everyone because men are given exposure and that's you know and what about what about us yeah I mean because I, I, I completely agree I mean um, I was having a discussion with a guy and he was saying oh well you know I think guys have you know really lost a role model and I was like well I mean like, I'm, I'm a guy I will acknowledge the fact we have got more than enough where you know we're, we're going to be fine but then equally if you're kind of annoyed because you're thinking oh well you know it's the weird thing where they've said oh but there already is you know the companions are always really strong and competent and awesome characters why should we settle for second best this is well i was gonna i was gonna say but then if they've got an issue with the generals being swapped around that means they really don't think it's that well developed if they've got an issue with the fact that it might be a male companion who follows around a female doctor and they're thinking no no it's not right that that is that that's fucked up mm. it is it is it's messed up i just i mean for people to actually complain to the bbc about it that's what 
Oh I, my god. I, and this is like I was saying me and Mike got into a heated discussion about this and I kind of I feel no shame in saying I am pissed off about this because I'm a woman because I feel I mean obviously I'm never going to be the doctor but I kind of feel attacked by it. I feel so attacked right now. Um because it's it's the really lame sexist comments that really really got to me and some people have got genuine concerns about Jodie being the doctor and you know how the dynamic they're not saying I'm not going to watch it because she's a woman it's like well I don't know how the dynamic's going to play out now and you know um, everything's changing so but they're willing to give it a chance and that's absolutely fine those concerns are fine because with any new doctor you could say I'm not sure you know if it had been Chris Marshall you could say, ooh, we'll have to see how it plays out. And that's fine. People are perfectly entitled to say that. But to just say, I'm not watching it because you've ruined it. Because she's a woman. I just... what I don't understand. Like, it, And is it because she's taken over from a man? And is that in some way threatening? And Because the, the doctor... Like I said, it's been established that this fictional time-travelling space alien that can change form can change gender and I don't understand if the, you're so invested in a character with two hearts from a hidden planet who fights robots that fly on a weekly basis why is it so much of a stretch of the imagination to, for that for that character to be female I saw a tweet that said I can deal with two hearts but not two boobs and that kind of made me laugh oh god I just, I, b- I just, <laughs> I don't, I just, I mean, I, I'm, I'm swearing a lot less than I thought I was. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's exasperating. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, in, in a way, I'm, again, I'm not, I'm the same as you in that I'm not really surprised, but then also I've been kind of pleased because from the responses I've seen, um, more of my friends are really excited for this. Like, the vast, vast majority are really like, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And it came up at, at work when I went in Monday morning, um, and it popped up because they're not really sci-fi people. We talk about Game of Thrones, but they're not big Doctor Who people. But they mentioned it, and they were like, oh, it's going to be awesome. And I'm like, yes, it is, because it's... <sighs> See, I had to explain to my mum why this was... I was in work, and one of my lovely residents said, I'll shout you when it's on. So she shouted me, and I literally shouted, holy shit, all over the unit. And I got mostly just looks of, you friggin' weirdo, because nobody <laughs> in work, nobody in work's like like that. They're not, they're not like me. Yeah. yeah. They're not nerds, you know, to, yeah. to put it, to put it bluntly. <laughs> so I was kind of like running around really hyper, like I have no one to talk to you about this, this is amazing. And then when all the backlash came out, like within about three seconds when I got home and I was really mad about it my mum was like why do you care and I was like well why shouldn't I care this is I am part of this group Hmm. and the thing is last year with Ghostbusters there was no support online I don't remember seeing any support online for chill I mean a little bit but not like and I really do applaud people who like called out some of the sexist bullshit that has been going on online for the last few days but there was no support for any of this last year um, for whatever reason and I'm not saying that's right or wrong but last year it was just me fuming over it because probably for, for different reasons because that was something I really treasured and loved but 
I am I'm part of this culture subculture whatever this this gaggle of freaks geeks and fandom yeah it's not just about the fandom it's about the wider nerd world and this is something I've complained about before like you this group of people feels you know we were ostracized by society you know before sci-fi came cool a couple of years ago with with the revival of Doctor Who and Game of Thrones and all that kind of thing you know the nerds were you know in popular culture we were really stereotyped mm. you know and now you've got the cool nerd the hips and all that and but why would this these group of people who have you know kind of being bullied and picked on because we liked weird things and we played Warhammer and we went to comic book shops why would they they attempt to ostracize people who want to be a part of that group that is what I don't get why uh. and there has there's you know I, there have been instances where you know I've said to people I like such and such and they go like you can't you know prove it and then you school the fuck out of them <laughs> but the thing is as well if I say I like Doctor Who. I shouldn't have to take a fucking test to talk about mm. it. If I say I like Doctor Who, but I've only watched two episodes of Matt Smith, then that's okay because it means I'm new, and we were all new at it, new at it at some point, and we were all trying to find our feet in this weird world, you know, with there's goblins and shit like that around every corner, and that's kind of what what's beautiful about being a nerd and believing in all these things, and you know, and we live in the golden age of nerds almost now where all the things we loved growing up are now cool and we have access to, you know, merchandise and books and things that we would never have before because we're in the media. But then why go ahead and just tell people that, you know, you're not, you're not allowed to be part of this group because you have a vagina. You know? Yeah. And if I want to be part of this world and, eat, like, I'm talking academically speaking... Am I going to come up against people who are going to tell me, well, you didn't deserve to get that article published. It only got published because you're a girl. You didn't deserve that. Oh, did you cry and get that? You know what I mean? And, and I mean, I could face that no matter what job I do. But when my academic and professional interests are rooted in this world and I see this reaction, it worries me. I, uh, yeah, I was trying to think of something to say, but I just... Yeah. Sorry if you were thinking you were tuning into a nice light and frothy episode. <laughs> but Yeah, it's no, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a lot less ranty than I thought no. it was gonna be. But to be fair, it's important that we talk about this, even if we're just, you know, one voice. Yeah. Or a pair of voices. You know. It's you need to talk about this stuff and <sighs> I I just feel now and it's not about me and it's not about my feelings per se. Mm. But it makes me feel unwelcome in this world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and you know, I, I'm really sorry to burst anyone's bubble, but women, we exist and we're here and we are taking over everything you love. Yeah. yeah. The future is female. The future is most certainly fucking female. Yeah. Wonder Woman has made something like 789 million box office yeah. and has a score of 96% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It was better than Batman vs. Superman. Oh my god, I loved Wonder Woman so It much. was 
I'm sorry, it was better than The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, to be fair, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than, yeah. That's fine. And we have a Captain Marvel film, film coming from Marvel soon, and she's going to be play, played by Brie Larson, and Captain Marvel is my favourite superhero ever, and I'm so excited. Yeah. You know, we've had Furiosa from Max, uh, Mad Max might be getting her own spin-off. We yes. have, yeah. you know, I mean, are we forgetting Buffy? We've had Buffy. We can, we can never forget Buffy. She's our, she is our queen. She you is. know, there's, there's Rey in Star Wars. You know, yeah. she's taken, uh, you know, uh, I don't know much about the Star Wars, but it, I uh, maybe I am led to believe that she is possibly a Jedi. I don't know. Is that a thing? Did I make that up? Is no, that, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a Jedi. Is she? Right, okay, good, yeah. because I haven't got a fucking clue. Yeah. So, you know, it's... Do you know the one thing, and someone pointed this out for me, and it's that through all the shit, through all the... She can't be a woman. She can't be this. She, you know, the doctor can't be whatever sort of thing. And it's it's one tweet or one Tumblr post that I read, and it honestly got it keeps me happy. Is imagine next Halloween when there's thousands of little girls dressed up as the doctor. That that and that is like a light in the darkness. Cause I'm like, yes, it's like when they started dressing up as Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's important. And think exactly. about how many girls are going to be able to go. Yeah, no. I'm going to play as the Doctor, and there's yeah. not going to be anyone to go, well, you can't, the Doctor's a man. Ah, you're fucking wrong. I know, and, like, me and Mike were having a discussion about Ghostbusters on the phone this morning, because God love him, he lets me talk a lot. <laughs> um, and he, we were kind of trying to discuss about why people were so down on it, and the film, and Mike thinks the film wasn't very good, he's wrong, but, like you said... That's not what's important. Seeing all those little girls dressed up as Ghostbusters and seeing all the little girls dressed up as Wonder Woman after yeah. like going to see the film and stuff and the way they were looking at it. It's yeah. it is important. I mean I like I said, I am not gonna sit here and say that my life has been really, really hard and I've faced sexism constantly because if I have, I haven't noticed it and maybe that's a good thing and maybe it's a bad thing. Maybe if I have faced it, I'm just I don't see it, I'm blind to it anymore. But I I don't remember growing up having a, a female role model. Not a, not a strong one. And maybe because there was no representations of it in the media. I wanted to be the Pink Ranger when I was little. Yeah. And that was my fit. And then I wanted to be Buffy. So, but not like not like girls have got it today. Yeah. yeah. They, they, I mean, know, they've got it. Hopefully, that. we are going to be raising a generation of strong women. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, is that? I mean, I'll be honest. I'm looking right now at a little graph that says um, the future is looking female, and it's these incredible characters that have all come out in the past few years. So you've got Ray, you've got Daenerys Targaryen, you've got Genosa, you've got um, Wonder Woman, you've got you know the Thirteenth Doctor, and it's it is important because I know we're just talking about like girls will get to dress up on Halloween, like, you know, the characters and everything. But that is important. It is important that, you know, girls, as well as, let's be honest, people from, you know, di different ethnic groups, people who have different sexualities, people of different genders, it is hugely important that they all have heroes. It is important that young kids have someone that they can look up to and say, oh yeah, that person, because it doesn't mean they have to be perfect. They don't have to be 
an absolutely perfect, you know, they should just strive to be this person all the time. But do you know what? Fucking representation is good. Having someone that you can say, yeah, that person looks like me and they're a, they're a hero. They're a good person. They can do this, so can I. That is important. That is something that I'm, I, I, I am furious about because I, I get, you know, when I was growing up, I, I'm a white guy. I had plenty to choose from. And only looking back on it, when I was, you know, like a, when I was in uni and everything, realizing just like, oh yeah, we had it so easy. We had, we could have picked fucking, you know, James Bond, Jason Bond. We could have picked any kind of smart character, any brave character, what sort of thing. And for girls and for you know, you know, people of different um, genders or people of different, you know, or people with no gender. Or, yeah, exactly. You know, people who don't have genders, people who are multiple genders, who knows? Or, you know, people who um, are basically not white, if you're anything, you know, it's so hard. You know, it's like we've had um, John Boyega talking at the D23 thing saying, oh, well, I don't really like Game of Thrones because there's not really any black people in it. And I, I get what he means because there are a few like racially diverse characters but there's not a huge amount and I no. think that's, that, that's a fair point that is why you've got shows like um, you know like How to Get Away With Murder and Scandal and uh, Grey's Anatomy and uh, Sensei and you know all these shows that are and, you know Orange is the New Black all these kind of racially sexually you know gender diverse and they're huge hits why? because people like to see themselves represented that's why I'm just sitting here thinking about how fierce Viola Davis is. Oh my god! I mean, okay, that, that that that's that's a that's a second. But dear God, I I would seriously like pay for her to come up and insult me. Yeah, I reckon She's she gives so a nice. really good slap. Doesn't she looks like she gives a really good oh, well? Yeah, I mean, I'm slap. I'm not really into getting like physically hit, but uh, yeah, okay. I'd probably let her hit me once. <laughs> no, yeah. but it's like you said, every, everyone should be everyone should be represented and everyone should feel like they yeah. are represented and yeah. Yeah. you know if we're talking about like women or people of colour going I don't yeah. feel represented yeah. when there's so many of us then what about the people who are asexual or don't I yeah. or are non-binary yeah. or you know exactly. all these other things if, if we if we are like if women 50% of the population don't feel represented and then people of colour don't feel represented and then you get to the, the you know the real minorities, you know, a, a woman of colour who is non-binary or, you know, I know I said woman, then non-binary, and asexual, and where, where's her representation? Even yeah. one slice of that, she's not being represented. And I am sorry for all the swearing I did at the beginning. I... I'm not. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say, you've never apologised for swearing once. I'm not going to start now. <laughs> It's just, uh. it's, it saddens me that I wasn't surprised by it. Yeah. But I also applaud every single one of my friends on Twitter who mm. either absolutely celebrated this or were just like, we'll see. And that's cool. You don't have to yeah. love her. You just have to give her a chance. And yeah. you shouldn't not be giving her a chance because she's got a pair of boobs. Yeah. Oh, exactly. It's that whole, you know, how much pressure was put on Wonder Woman before she came out? Because it was basically, well, it's the first female, like, I think it was, it's called Summer, like, a tentpole movie, isn't it? It's a big summer movie. Mm. 
And they were saying, oh, well, you know, she fails. And I'm like, if you dare say if she fails, it's because she's a woman. You are a shitty human being. But that's, uh, that's the thing, though. But they would have said that. They would have said, oh, yeah. well, there's no audience for a female superhero movie. Oh, my God. Even though fans of Marvel have been crying out for a solo Black Widow movie since the probably Avengers. I've been burnt too many times by that. There's been uh, so many times when it's been like, it's announced for 2015, it's announced for 2016. And I'm like, listen... I'll take a short film at this stage. <laughs> Listen, because, point. I just want to know what happened to Budapest. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> do that. Fuck me. I mean, I genuinely wrote like a treatment for a Black Widow film for fun. And I was like, do you know what? I could probably send that to Marvel. And it's all right. And they won't do out with it because there's not the audience for it apart from half Apparently. the population. And it's, it's not even just half the population, you know? No, it's not. My brother no. went with me to see Wonder Woman. My boyfriend went with me to see... And it wasn't just that I was like, go see Wonder Woman with me. They wanted to go see her, yeah. you know? And I, I'm, I'm also very lucky that I am not surrounded by men who talk down to me. But especially my dad and my brother, they have never once ever in my entire life made me feel like I couldn't do something because of a scale. My dad was... My dad's always told me, you could do anything you want. And you can yeah. take on the world, and in the nicest way possible. I don't ever want you to have to rely on a man. I want you to be able to do it all yourself. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's that. That's how I was brought up, and that's how I was raised. Yeah. And my dad, I, you know, like I said, they've never ever talked down to me. Oh, my yeah. brother said you can't kick my ass because you're a girl, and I was like, no, I can't kick your ass because I'm feeble. There's nothing to do with being a girl. <laughs> you know, I, I can't kick his ass though because he would murder me. But, yeah. you know, I used to fight with Thomas when I was... Me and Thomas used to absolutely knock shit out of each other. And my mum and dad never said, Thomas, don't hit her, she's a girl. They would literally just be like, shout us when one of you is bleeding. We would absolutely... <laughs> I... Honestly, we were fighting one night, night. This is back when I was... I think I was about maybe nine. I don't know. No, I might have been older. And he pulled my hair. And the rule was don't ever pull my hair because it makes me I, like literally turn into the Hulk so we sat down on the couch I pulled him off the couch by his legs and we only had we had a carpet on the floor so we smacked his head in the concrete <laughs> then I dragged him up spun him around the room and let go and impaled him on the radiator fucking hell and he needed five stitches oh my god then in vengeance a couple of years later I sprayed him with a water bottle thinking he was the dog and then this was my fault we were fighting and I slapped him and the rule is never slap Thomas across the face. So he punched me so hard in the mouth that he cracked my tooth. Oh and my then God. when all my like my wisdom teeth came in, all my front teeth are wonky. And even on my gum shield, I have to wear a gum shield for bed, you can see the side, Thomas hit me, all my teeth are impacted in. Oh <laughs> but it was just like, my dad was like, well, you shouldn't have slapped him. And he said, Thomas, you shouldn't have pulled her in. <laughs> I was like... I love the fact you really treat this like it's a light-hearted family thing. And I'm like, no, you just fucking abuse each we, other. We really did used to just absolutely full-on murder each other. Like, it was it was no big deal. But at the same time, Thomas, when he had to give him, like, year nine, there was some kid in his year who called me a slag. And so the next day, Thomas got his mates to barricade this kid in the matter corridor. And Thomas hit him till he broke his hand. Jesus. <laughs> he just kept hitting this kid till his hand broke. And I was like, what did you do that for? And he was like, called you a slug. I mean, that, that's very sweet. It's very fucked up, but it's very sweet. It's like, ah, oh, oh. He had a terrible temper on him when he was younger. Like, really bad. He was just like, 
and then made him stay in school all day with a broken hand. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. he had this awful splint on it for six weeks and he couldn't take it off and it fucking stunk. It was the height of summer. Oh, oh It was just before you broke off from school. I'm oh not. I'm not condoning violence against your siblings or anyone else. I was like, that wasn't that wasn't the message I thought we were gonna have to give out at the start of this no. episode. No. We don't condone violence. We don't. No, no but so, yeah. yeah. It was always just like with my family. Well, you hit Thomas, so Thomas hit you back harder, and now you're crying at your fault for hitting Thomas. It was never like, Thomas, be careful with that. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just more like. Whatever you're gonna, you, you two are gonna fight, and we're gonna. And Thomas mostly kicked my ass, even from a very, very young age. I'll be honest. Like it was always me crying, saying, "Give in, stop it now." Oh, but maybe I mean, that's why I don't take any shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, on a slightly more positive note, it's because um, my dad, and my brother, are not exactly what I'd call feminists. Um, not in like a like a demeaning, misogynist way, but they're just not kind of like kind of very vocally feminist but um, there were two brilliant examples of this just in the past kind of few weeks that kind of made me very hopeful first of which is that my brother went to see Wonder Woman Um, I I saw it opening day and I loved it I went straight I went immediately after work to go see it on my own and I walked out of there with like the biggest grin going oh my god it was so awesome she's the best I just I was fucking obsessed with it and then my brother has just come back from training um like a mechanics thing and on the evening there's a cinema nearby and it's still playing down at wherever he was and he just came out tonight and he was like yeah yeah it was really good it was really good and I'm like yes <laughs> then also my dad on Sunday um, because when the news broke I was really happy about it and then half an hour afterwards I was supposed to be doing uni work and instead I was engaging in Twitter war yeah, um, and, re- and re-blogging as much positive shit as I could because I thought <laughs> nope not gonna, not gonna not gonna do this um, because that, yeah, I was just so happy and angry at the same time, um, and I said it to my dad, and I was fully expecting to think, and he was just like, "Well, why does it matter?" And I was like, "Well, what do you mean?" Well, he said, first of all, it's a fucking TV show. So if you're not worried about that, you've clearly either got no problems or no life. Secondly, if she's the best one for the job, she's the best one. So why does it matter? And I, I just, I stared at him, and he was like, "Yeah, you didn't expect that, did you?" And I was like, "No." Well, I think like you have to be, yeah. That's the I think your dad has made the most, the best point. Yeah. Why does it matter? Like your dad said, Mister Haig, he's <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to call him Bill. Is your dad called Bill? No. <laughs> no. Bill Haig. Okay. Bill Haig. <laughs> Is there someone already called Bill Haig? Is it William Haig? It is William Haig. It's, Maybe it's they William Haig. What's your dad called? Uh, Steve. Paul. Steve. Oh, yeah. we're going to go for Paul next. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> go with Paul. Actually, there's a story about that, which I will tell you off the thing. I'm not sharing okay. this on the thing. Um, yeah. But no, he's 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 surprisingly progressive. He comes across... He he chats a lot of shit. <laughs> but no, 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 no. But he will, he'll do stuff just to get a rise out of me. Like saying, oh, yeah, I don't, you know... Wonder why they do this, or wonder why they do that, and he do, and he does it because he knows it annoys me. He'll say some like right wing shit to get under my skin, <laughs> but then whenever whenever we actually have a proper conversation, he's he's very much live and let live. He's like, well, yeah, they're not harming me, so why why do I care? I'm not going to say negative. I'm not going to get involved. You know, dad dad doesn't watch Doctor Who. He doesn't care. 
But then equally, he's like, well, why why should it matter? It's okay. Uh, this is the thing I really want to put through. As much as we've talked about representation and how important it is for model, model models and everything, it's worth pointing out that if you're really fucking upset about Doctor Who and the Doctor now going to be played by a woman and, prefer, and presumably using either their or she pronouns or whatever it is, it's a TV show. It is it is a show for television. It will not affect your your real life in such a negative way that there is a you know I, I do you know I fucking found a change dot org petition today saying reverse it you know and it's all about lib, liberal PC and everything and do you know what made me the fucking happiest thing it only had four hundred signatures four hundred <laughs> that will get you fuck all pal I'm sorry I signed that sensate one because I was I was I was in a fucking mood for like a month. And we ended up getting like three three quarters of a million. So your four hundred, mate, is going to do jack friggin shit. And I think, I think this is a good point to end on. Yeah. This <laughs> to keep from fainting. Simply keep repeating. It's only a TV show. Yeah. Oh, and on that note, I would just like to say, uh, rest in peace, George Romero. The grandfather of the yes, modern day zombie genre. Very saddened by the news, but thank you so much yeah. for the wonderful work you did and yeah. creating a million horror nerds like myself. Yeah. Rest in peace, George. Yeah. And on that note, I'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this kind of depressing, kind of enlightening, bit of a rambling, bit of a ramp podcast. <laughs> With me and Chris are both very positive about the future. We really yes, are. Uh, I'm going to get Chris a Gale Power t shirt. I, I will happily wear, I'll wear it to work I don't care I know you would I'll yeah. get a matching one um, <laughs> oh I have to do this okay if you would like to follow my dog on Twitter <laughs> his handle is at me is fin dog <laughs> he would really appreciate some more fans it is definitely my dog tweeting all by himself oh my god he, I'm lo- he I'm actually wants he actually wanted to Finn Finn quotation marks actually wanted to be the doctor and he photoshopped his own face onto a piece of Carl's head and hashtagged it dog to who oh my god yeah I saw that it's well worth checking out on Twitter Finn is an awesome dog to follow mm, yes Finn <sighs> anyway <laughs> anyway you can follow me on Twitter at the Crushinator. Um, I don't. I, I just. I, I know how to tweet with gifs or gifs now. So nearly every tweet has one in, and it's usually a drag race one. Mhm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at higher underscore boy. Um, I have basically become obsessed with drag race. Unfortunately, more of my friends are like, "Oh yeah, you watch drag race too," and I'm like, "Yes." The coven is growing, um, <laughs> so I can use gifts more. And I genuinely used um, this is just a fun aside. I to explain what um, someone had said in an email. I said in drag race terms, she basically read him to filth, and then I had to explain that was, and they're like, ah. So I'm like, yes, I'm dragicating you. Um, but yeah, you can find me on um, Twitter at higher underscore boy. I basically just kind of just chat around and do stuff and. I don't know. I'm not that interesting, I promise. Um, but you can find North by Nerdwest on Twitter at North by Nerdwest. We are on iTunes. We're on Blogger. We 
might go on to Acast at some point. I don't know. When, when we've got time, we're both very fucking busy. Um, well, we are. You know, there's no point denying it. Um, I did do a Twitter poll about the whole Doctor Who situation, but it doesn't matter because it's mostly positive. So it's all good. <laughs> Fuck you, haters. Well, it was, I was gonna like interject at some point and be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, the breakdowns this and this and this," and I'm like, "No, most people think it's fantastic, so suck on that, haters." Um, but yeah, if you have any questions for us, or if you have any kind of episode suggestions, which we're more than happy to consider, like don't be suggesting random shit because we won't do it um, if it's crap. Uh, you can do that at northbynerdwestpod at gmail dot com, uh, or you can always just send us uh, a DM on the Twitter. No on hate. the Twitter. No hate. Yeah, no, no, no hate because I prob I promise you, uh, Emma and I both kind of thrive on spite at this point. Mm. Um, that is it's all kind of, my diet consists of. Spite yeah. and diet coke. <laughs> oh, 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 trust me. If my if my diet consisted just of sprite, uh, sprite, not fucking <laughs> spite, spite. If my diet just consisted of spite, I'd be a lot thinner. So trust me, it's not just that. Me too. Me too. Oh. There's cheesecake anyway. downstairs. Oh god, no. I've literally just finished off like a thing of ice cream. <laughs> I was there like, it's warm, I'm justifying this. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, remember everyone, it's only a TV show, everything will be alright in the end. Bye! Yeah, the future is female. Bye. Bye.